This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Canningator, here to talk all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. We're going to get right to that good news, but before we do, just a quick little sidebar. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. It's the only way to get this little good news machine noticed in the search results and just out there into the rest of the world. Also, it totally makes my day to see that someone enjoyed hearing some good news. Okay, second sidebar. Do you shop for things on Amazon? Well... Aside from the ratings and reviews, the best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash good news and clicking that little button that says support our artists. That will take you to Amazon where you just kind of shop around and do your stuff like you normally would. Then when you check out, Amazon kicks back a little percentage of what they make to the show. And that little percentage helps me keep the show a-going. So very cool, right? Okay, housekeeping time is over. Let's talk about those freaking good people out there making the world a better place. Good news, good news, good news. Good news, good news, good news. Hello, good news. I think it's time we had some freaking real good news. Uh, hello and good news. <laughs> I'm here with Matt Apodaca. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, Matt is on the Herald team DiCaprio at UCB as well as a team that I freaking love. Oh boy. Uh, garbage. <laughs> yes. With Luce and Cassie, who have been on before. Lovely, uh, lovely people. Lovely. Just lovely. As is Matt. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, he's here to talk about some good news. <laughs> and he's really funny and also nice, which is a plus. Oh, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is all I needed, honestly. I'm, I'm, we could stop (laughs) i feel like i just because okay so like uh hannah gave me some coffee before so i feel great like i'm just such in a i love coffee coffee's great uh i feel a lot (laughs) invigorated yes uh gavalia coffee is on sale at ralph's (laughs) So that's where we're starting with the good news. Great, great, great. Yeah, we got a a, a sponsor, Ralph's. Yeah, my new sponsor, Ralph's. Um, let's see. Are you? Oh, the first thing. Are you ready for some good news? I yes, absolutely. I'm always ready for it. Uh, yeah, hit hit me. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, here's some. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some good news. Yes. The first thing, uh, I thought it was very cool how the women's march. Yes. That was neat. Yeah, very good. I was down there. It was, I was yeah, on, you were. I had my, my, my uh my boots on the ground down there, and it yeah. was it was great. It was super fun. Uh, uh, one of the things that I noticed being down there is just like everybody was so nice. Yeah. Like people would like 
bump into me just because like I'm I'm a little guy, but uh, so like just, and they'd be like, I am so sorry. Like just the most apologetic, just like uh, someone dropped a sign and I picked it up from them and they were just like stunned. Like they were just like, oh my god, thank you so much. Like it was great. It was just a great uh, great group of people there. Uh, it was I loved it. It was really yeah. It was a really nice thing to see. Uh, I couldn't go. I was out of town this weekend, but um, I loved. <laughs> I saw an article that it was expected that 80,000 people would show up in LA. Yes. And there were 750,000. <laughs> yeah. Three quarters of a million people. That's so wild. Yeah. Uh, and no arrests. No, yeah. Super, uh, just like, uh, yeah, peaceful protest. It was like, and honestly, like, it seemed almost like a, like a, there was like a street fair element to it, sort of, where it was like, obviously they were there for like a good, like, reason and good cause and stuff. But like there was like, like there were food trucks out and like people were like, it was it was great. It was really good. Yeah, I know. Uh, I saw a picture of uh, Trejo's tacos. Uh, I was mad that <laughs> that I had left before I could get some Trejo's tacos. <laughs> the real reason I was there to get the to, to have some food. Tacos. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love LA so much. Me too. When I saw that article, I was like. <sighs> Yeah. The city is great. I loved all the little kids. Like, there were so many, like, they, and they made, like, their own signs yeah. and stuff. And, the, uh, it was just, like, really, really cool to just see, like, just to see that part of it, too. Yeah. We're just like, oh, these kids get it. They yeah. It. Uh, what was, what, there's the one photo circulating around on, like, uh, social media. Is it the little kid that's holding up a sign that says, I love trains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that kid, uh, truly is the best kid and uh just like what like yeah he's right trains are good uh there was one that i saw that was just like crayon scribbles and just like yeah that too man yeah like uh (laughs) all of it there was a dog uh that had a sign too that was just like i don't even remember you know what dang it i don't remember what it said but it was like there was there were dogs there that were like on board i'm just like man (laughs) it's everybody it's not even just people it's dogs (laughs) The way he's, I picture yeah. like Brian the dog from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, this dog wrote a sign. He was... <laughs> um, let's see. So aside from Mo- Women's March was awesome. Yes. But uh, everyone kind of knew that that was happening, so that's not new news. Yeah. Um, like people were doing it in like Antarctica, though. Like it was not yeah. just like it was not even just like America. Yeah, it was worldwide, which is really really cool. I did think yeah. that was cool. Yeah, and the other thing I thought was cool about it is it wasn't. It's not necess- It's not really like an anti-Trump thing. Yeah. it's a pro. Like the actual purpose of it is pro everybody's rights and women's rights. Yeah, exactly. And equal Casey Fay, uh, a uh, improviser and uh, teacher at UCB, uh, had a really good post that I shared because I was just also like, how do you explain this to somebody who's like maybe not going to like get why it was happening or whatever? And he was like, he's basically said that it was a reminder to the current administration that uh, they work for us. So like we, these are the things we want and care about. So you have to do that for us. And I was like, that's like the most positive spin on all of it that mm-hmm. i had heard and i was like that's really really like yeah absolutely like, yeah i, was just I like that. that yeah i'm down with that yeah uh yeah that was my kind of favorite takeaway from all of it yeah just everybody the, uh, the whole world 
dog. <laughs> I remember what the dog sign said. Uh, we don't have to ever mention him again after this point, but the sign said, Donald Trump is not a good boy. And it was, <laughs> it was a dog wearing this sign. <laughs> like, that's really, really funny. Yeah. I was also, because I didn't make a sign, I was bummed out how many funny signs that I saw and how many, like, op- like I was just bummed that I didn't have a, a funny sign of my own. No, no, just kind of just, like, walking around and just, like, I'm also not a big, like, cheerer or like chanter either so like when that stuff would happen i'm just kind of like this is like i don't know not my favorite like i was yeah. like they're definitely just to be a body like yeah. uh in the sort of like demonstration of it but uh i i'm not a big i'm not big on chants like i'm just yeah. like i don't know this is not really how i do things i think i i'm quieter yeah, i think i'm the same yeah. i've gone i've gone to a couple protests this year yeah. uh for uh the dakota access yeah uh protests and i am the same and i feel like shame about it cause yeah i guess i made a sign for one of them but the first one i went to i just well i wanted to cry the whole time because i was like this is so really yeah. beautiful that's not what this is don't mention that <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, but yeah, I have a hard time with the chance. Like, yeah. I'll do it a little bit, but for it's some reason, it's the same it's sort of thing. My... Yeah, like anytime I see a flash mob, I'm always like, "That's so embarrassing." Like, I, there's <laughs> just something about it. Like, uh, even like in movies, sometimes where someone is singing, like not in like a musical, but like somebody starts singing, and like to sort of like either like lighten a mood or something. I'm always yeah. just like, "Oh my god, I am so embarrassed by this." Like. <laughs> and it's supposed to be a good thing. Yeah. I'm just like always like, oh no, no, no. You know what my a, least yeah. favorite thing is? Is when somebody sings to somebody else. It's kind <laughs> of like the same thing you're talking about. But yeah. have you ever seen like I've seen at bars or something like somebody turn to somebody and start singing to them and it, it's like my most uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I hate it so much. And their face is always like yeah. come on, you know this song too. Like, I've <laughs> I saw, uh, like, two white boys, like, rapping at some poor woman one time, and I was just like, is this, is this one of those moments where I have to, is this where I step in and be like, hey, guys, but I was just like, I don't even know if this is- Is this what the safety pin means? Yeah, exactly. I was like, is this what they're talking about? (laughs) I just, because she truly looked like she was humoring them, and I was just like, oh, no, she's the nicest person in the entire world. Like, get, grant her sainthood at this point. Like, yeah. she's watching these two, like, very, very white boys rap at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It was a bummer. Oh, God, so uncomfortable. And it didn't seem like it was a prepared rap. I think they were freestyling, which is... Oh, no. Infinitely worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor lady. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a segue. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to my... <laughs> Great. Great. I'm just going to go to the first real story that I have. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, first story is about um, this woman named uh, Tisha uh, Bokman. Oh, man. I do this every time. I even watched watched a video to make sure that I would, like, pronounce it right, and I (laughs) obviously forgot. Bokman, probably. B- E-A-U-C-H-M-I-N. My guess would be Bachman, but I... Yeah. Look, what do I know? Yeah, it's Bachman. Yeah. Yeah. And if she doesn't say so, she's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Your name's Bachman now, Tisha. Uh, So she 
and her husband Kevin. They already have five kids. Yes. Uh, her, they live and work in Las Vegas. Whoa. City that never sleeps. Uh, yeah. Right. Is that what they say about? <laughs> is that what is? Vegas? I think that's New York. Yeah, I don't know. That's New York. Yeah. Vegas is Sin. Sin City. City. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Not as not as positive. Not a, not according to this yeah. story. It's not more like Angel City. Uh, isn't there? An, there's an Angel. Angel City, City Brewery. Yeah. Down in the. Uh, oh, we're Angel down, City. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're the City of Angels, <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, Angel City Brewery is downtown. Great brewery. Really great. Yeah. Just uh, promoting local businesses. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she has five kids already. Really good friends with her neighbor. This is the sad part, but don't worry, you guys. It gets better. Uh, her neighbor has three kids and is a single mom. Yes. Um, and I'm guessing didn't have a lot of other family because she asked, like, she was feeling sick and went in for a checkup and some tests to be done. And it turned out she had, like, uh, cancer in her esophagus no. and, like, everywhere yeah. in her body. Yeah. And she asked Tisha to be the legal guardians of her oh my God. three kids. Yeah. Tisha already has five. I guess uh, Tisha was, uh, I think she was an orphan when she was, like, younger in her uh -huh. life. So yeah. she was like, yes, of course. Yeah. Like, uh, That's so no, amazing. no yeah. more orphans. Yeah. So she, and they live in, like, a regular home, seems like middle class. Um, so now, and the, the, her neighbor, I can't remember the name of the woman who died off the top of my head. I'm not honoring her well. Okay. Uh, she passed away way quicker than expected. Uh-huh. Um, so they took in the three children in their house. So now it's a family of 10. Wow. Uh, and so, like, so all five children are there. Like, they're still young. Like. Yeah. Except for the oldest is 18. Okay. And he's, like, in the process of trying to find an apartment and move yeah. out. But he just hasn't been able to get the money together or, like, yeah. find steady work yeah. right now. Hey, man, you and everybody... Right? Welcome to America, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out there, but you know what? Uh, plenty of opportunities in uh, Nevada and Las Vegas for work as well. Yeah. But uh, that's, like, so, like, selfless. Like, yeah. to raise somebody else's children. And also, like, to, like, adopt children, I always think is just, like, what an amazing thing. Uh, like just to do that, yeah. I'm always like, I don't know. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm also like, too. I think at this point, I'm too young to have a child. Uh, mm -hmm. but like, cause I'm the ripe young age of 26, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. but like, I think about it all the time. Cause like, my parents had me and my brothers. Uh, by the time like my mom was, I think by the time my mom was 23, she had three children. Yeah. Like that's so insane to me, and I'm just like, I that would. 100% ruin my life right now yeah. but like I also don't know if I want children but like if I did I think I would rather adopt a child I think because like that just seems like a thing that like is needed more you yeah. know what I mean I'm just always like and that people that uh facilitate that and like uh make sure that that like happens I'm just like oh what great great people and like yeah. just to even do something like that is so like I, I, I loved hearing that that's nice yeah yeah I know adopting and then oh and wait I for, almost forgot yeah this is the best this is by uh, so I guess this the local news station in Vegas Fox Five yeah I wasn't psyched at first that it was Fox but this is actually real nice <laughs> um, yeah they have a a thing called a surprise squad <laughs> listen <laughs> love squads love surprises you get me a surprise squad sheesh I'm in yeah sheesh. yeah. Uh, so they, so 
so uh, another neighbor or a friend of Tisha's like wrote a letter into the surprise squad. Oh, yeah. Because yes. they go, okay. they like go around town and do fun, nice surprises yeah. for people. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, they're not like surprised. <laughs> we just took your house away. Like, <laughs> Fox Five. <Yeah. laughs> um, so they like do, it's kind of like the whatever, the Honda helpful, whatever that thing is. Yeah, or, like what Ellen like, does, like what she has, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, always makes me so sad like like not sad like i uh it's always like a happy, happy cry you know what i mean like oh boy oh yeah um so they came in i watched the the full like news story and at first it starts out so they go into her house and it, it's like a three or four bedroom house and basically what's happening is all the kids of the same age who are the same gender are sharing a room and a bed uh-huh. so it's like the two girls are in one room in one bed the two boys are in one room in one bed the eldest girl is like living in the living room the 18 year old boy is like sleeping on the couch yeah and there's like all kids everywhere on couches and stuff and they came in and she was like well i just they show up and they're like we're gonna build you a wall and at first i was like a wall like for to have basically make an extra room yeah yeah you're like we're gonna put a wall in your house and i was like that's nice i guess but like come on (laughs) A wall. How about you build a whole extra side of the house? Yeah. Surprise squad. Get some more squad. They have a nice little more surprise. Yeah, more surprise. This lady has eight kids in her house. But then yeah. the surprise of the surprise squad was after she was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to build a wall. Thank you. And they were like, yeah, so you and your family, they like put them up at a hotel. And then surprise squad is like, but actually, we're going to do way more than that. And they like do a whole home makeover. They bring in all new furniture. Oh, my god! They do build a wall yeah. for a room. But then they also like do other makeshift stuff. So there's an extra room. They buy all new beds. So each kid gets their own twin bed. Yeah. Uh, they make a room for the girl in the living room and then they the the only space that they couldn't like the funny part was with the oldest kid they're like there literally is not a space for you in this house but here's fifteen hundred dollars towards your first apartment yeah they give him that and then they provide groceries for the family for a whole year whoa bonds and albertsons and then yeah, there's, like, brand-new furniture. The whole house is, like, completely redone. They painted everything. Yes. They fixed everything. Wow. They did the... They surprised. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good job, Surprise Squad. That's, like... That's straight out of the, the you know, the book of Ty Pennington, you know, of uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Was. it was. Uh, which is also a thing that, like, we watched in my house, and we were just always like, that's so amazing. Like, you just, like, we'll just cry watching. There's so many shows that, like, are designed to just give you like happy cries all the time and it's just always like i can't i can't watch all these i know i can't such a but it's such a good thing like that's i really like i really like that uh a man but imagine being that that older kid just be like dang this house looks yeah this is great but how about throw me a a bone why don't you (laughs) yeah i mean fifteen hundred dollars is pretty good That'll get you a. That'll and I guess like I don't know what's deposit. the cost of living in Nevada. It's probably a little lower. Yeah. Uh, than like let's say like a California or like a. Yeah. California. So I mean, whoa. Only place to be as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Move out best to Cali, state. dude. <laughs> best state in the whole TV best state, country. Best coast. Best coast, West Coast. Um. Yeah, I thought that was. I was but like, like, all right, Fox. Way, to, way, way to go. Uh, the woman's name was Tish. Mm-hmm. Tish, way to go! 
I like knowing that there is good people and that uh, they are being rewarded for just general goodness. Yeah. I'm like, that's I love that. Yeah. Me too. Me too. That's how it's freaking done. <laughs> that's some good news. Yeah. Uh, environmental. Some environmental good news. Um, so the latest report from the U.S. Department of Energy, uh, reveals that solar energy actually accounts for the largest, uh, proportion of employers in the, in, like, electric power. Ooh. We've just been handed beers. (laughs) This is so great. Yes, this is it. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Oh, man, we got it. What was I like as soon as this was presented to me, I was like environment in sh- <laughs> Schmeierman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll redo. Uh, OK, so <laughs> environmental news. Yes. Good, good stuff going on. Uh, the latest report from the U.S. Department of Energy reveals that solar energy accounts for the largest proportion of employers in the electric power gener- generation sector. Okay. So, like, it employs more people than coal, gas, and oil combined. Which is... That's really good news. Super good news. Yeah. <laughs> because you always got to have... I was talking about this last week. Got to have those dollars and cents behind those environmental changes. <laughs> you got to have those... Yeah, it's true. Because uh, I know a friend of mine just had... Uh, like solar panels installed at their house mm-hmm. uh and like just the like it's it costs money obviously to get it installed initially yeah but on the that money you're saving on the back end is like I mean, so good and it's just like good for the world yeah uh but climate change is not real so it's like oh who, i know who it's cares? All <laughs> <laughs> um, but like that's so like yeah that does truly speak volumes because like that just means there's more people that are like just general uh, that's of general concern to everyone i'm like yeah. that's good that's very good well and one of the arguments against using uh more solar power and like all of that is like whoa there's no, like people are gonna lose their jobs and there's not a, like the money sa- connor connor was really cute uh like when we did ours a couple weeks ago he had connor this- was really cute <laughs> how am i gonna read what's my legacy gonna be on this dang program <laughs> Is he had like this epiphany where he was like, "Wait, I have a question. Is it like is the reason that we're not doing better things for the environment or like switching to solar and natural gas? Is it just because of the people who have like investments in oil?" And I was like, um, "Yep, yep, yeah, one hundred percent. It's insane how it's all about money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who knew that uh, corporate greed would uh." uh influence how uh we take care of our planet like yeah never could have seen that coming no coal (laughs) coal i'm not on a i'm not on a train okay i don't need that type of energy (laughs) get that out of here tell that kid what are you gonna tell that kid who loves trains Go electric, baby. That's what I'm gonna say. Go to go to the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, they power all their all their trains are powered with uh, electric yeah. and renewable energy. Have you seen the film Snowpiercer? Oh no, but I did hear all about it one time. It's okay, great. <laughs> it's very good. Um, I'm. They must have explained how the because the train. Okay, just so people know what the movie is. 
uh, <laughs> it's like post-apocalyptic, which is not good. Yeah, uh, right, right. But just for the, it's a good, it's a great movie. Chris Evans is really good at it. Uh, he delivers easily one of the most insane monologues I've ever heard. Like, there's parts of it that are you are watching it, and you're like, well, this is crazy. Like, this is truly insane. <laughs> That's kind of But what I, I think the movie overall is very good. Uh, like, in the monologue he delivers is, for people who know the movie, they know what I'm talking about, because it is just like, what a, wow. Like, okay, doozy. great. It's a real doozy, yeah. Like, if anyone ever did that for, like, a audition, audition or something, it'd be like, that's, that's guts. Like, it's so weird. But the movie is, like, it's every every living person is on this train that is on, that goes all around the world and is, like, on a perpetual motion. It's, just, it's in constant movement. Okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they do answer the question of how that train doesn't stop moving. That's why I brought this up. I'm like, okay. is it a coal train? Like, are they, is it powered by coal? I don't think so. I can't remember what it is. It's, you know what? I'm going to pop it in and see what's going on there, though. Gonna... Yeah, get back to it. Yeah. We'll yeah. It. I'll write in. Yeah. You're like, hey, guys, here's what happened. Uh, it's also just a good movie worth watching. Uh, yeah. That's I've... what this podcast is about, right? Just reviewing movies I've seen, like, it one is. time. <laughs> that is actually usually yeah. what I we end up really? talking about. Yeah. Is that, is that, uh... Just Snowpiercer? <laughs> it's, it's Snowpiercer every yeah. time. It's got Tilda Swinton in it. It's got, uh, I think, Ed Harris is in it. Or is that John Hurt? I think they're both in it, actually. Ed Chris Harris Evans. is so good. Oh, I know he's on Westworld, and I haven't seen Westworld. I haven't seen Westworld either. I just feel like, yeah. I do really want to see it though. I have heard it's good. I mean, I got HBO Go. I got that login. Oh yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm popping. I'll see what's going on. I'll write back. <laughs> yeah, to come back at us with yeah. that too. <laughs> um, other environmental news. There is this project called. Oh, I moved my tabs wrong. It's a it's a project to plant. Uh, it's in like Manchester, uh, the greater Manchester area in mm -hmm. New England, and the, it's called the City of Trees, and they're trying to plant one tree per person who lives in that area. So the goal is three million trees. Okay. First of all, when you started this part of it, mm -hmm. I was like, I bet it's something with trees. <laughs> and the fact that it was well, that I was right. Very excited. So it's like double good news. Yeah. Uh, you can tell the future. <laughs> I'm going to try to guess what the next thing is. But uh, that's like, I don't like, what if I was like, here's what I think about that. I don't think trees are good. <laughs> Just like taking a harsh, a harsh <laughs> a hard stance left. against trees. Uh, trees are something I truly do think about a lot. Because uh, I'm always just like, trees, most trees have either been there longer than I have been or will ever be. Mm -hmm. uh, that's true. And I just think that's such like a, and I think about like Lord of the Rings, like, yeah, like the, the tree, ants. The, 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 yeah, ants. I think about ants a lot. And I'm just like, that seems like a, if I could be a fantastical creature, I think I'd like to be an ant. Seems like a seems like a good way to go. I think you'd be a great ant. I think so. They're not really getting anybody's way, but I think if they did have to like, get into some stuff yeah. they could really fight back <laughs> like yeah. they're because they're big and strong but uh like anytime i've seen someone like climb a tree too i'm always like that seems like it mm -hmm. i'm too scared to try myself i think but uh uh this is this might be dark but like there's a, a what do you call it like a burial technique now that is like you could sort of be a tree 
you could like they plant oh, you yeah. in like a, yeah, plant, plant a pod like a of some kind. Yeah, I love that. I think I want to do that. I think I would like to do that. A lot of times I think about I think about <laughs> I think about dying a lot, but uh, like just like just as a concept because I think it's so interesting yeah, how think, human yeah. beings handle death. It's very interesting, uh, and it's not always negative. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think being a tree would be so good. I feel like it's not uh financially feasible for a lot of people or like for whatever way a lot of money to be a tree? i think so but like it's actually really expensive to die like uh oh yeah yeah but like uh i think the tree one because of its echo like friendliness and like uh it does cost a little more money i think but like that makes sense i'm gonna but... be rich so like whatever <laughs> try me try me yeah. with that tree expense yeah um what kind of tree would you want to be I would probably want to be like a. I like aspens. Yeah. Hmm. I asked and I don't know myself. Uh. I don't. I also don't know a ton of trees. I guess not either. Like uh. Like redwoods, evergreens. Aspens. Like a maple tree. Oh, maples, nice. Or I would like to be a tree that like produces some sort of like fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, like an apricot or a yeah. cherry. I had an apricot tree when I was a kid. Like not. I didn't have it. Like my family had an apricot tree, and they also had avocados and uh. There's a huge California like uh, mm-hmm. backyard essentially. Yeah. Just like uh, there was lemons as well. You could be a matricot tree. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I mean, I guess I like oranges. Apricot adaka. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> The uh, everyone like the 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 hackiest butchering of my last name is avocado. Like everyone always was like mad avocado, mad avocado. I'm like that's not even like one a disc too because they're good. Yeah. So thanks. So I love avocados. Yeah. Jokes on you, yeah, you yeah, bad you, joke you, joker. You idiot. <laughs> Freaking dork. <laughs> uh, but I guess can we get some of that tree action out here? Maybe I know we have trees that are not native to our state. Looking at you, palm trees. Looking right at you. Calling you out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. City of Trees so far, I'll just do some quick stats. Um, I lost my stat page. I learned from looking at the stats. Did you know what a, uh, a, a hectare a hectare what is? No. A hec- hectare. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's correct. <laughs> There's no way it's Hector, a man's name. I, I looked up the pronunciation of it. It's spelled Hector. Maybe that's, but it, it, but the pronunciation it's like Hector. Yeah, you're right. That's so weird. Hector. Maybe it's like a Hector. 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 It's uh, it's equal to a hundred acres. Oh, so that's important to know. Well, then just say a hundred acres. Why don't throw Hector out there? Throw in, a, throw. That's really off. great, though. Uh, uh, but wait, hold on. I gotta tell you the real stat. Hit me with that real that, stat. So many hectares. They've two hundred and twenty-three point six eight hectares of woodland so far by City of Trees. So what? That's over like that's almost. 3,000 acres? Yeah. Tight. Uh, 94,000 
380 trees planted thus far. And uh, this is an interesting stat that I wonder how they figured out. 24,000 school children have been inspired to love trees. I wonder if they ask them all. Yeah, have you been inspired to love trees? No. Yes, 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 yes. no. Yes, yes. Uh, another thing I was just thinking about trees is that they, they do have, like, um, they're forceful and powerful, like, because uh, they are sturdy. It does take a lot. You either, you either have to chop down a tree or, like, not tend to a tree well enough for it to, like, rot and fall over. Like, they yeah. sort of are very resilient in that way. I love the environment so much. Uh but like there's i'm sure there's things i don't do that are great like i drive a gas car like you know what i mean like i'm not perfect i buy uh yeah well sue me i buy like uh coffee cups like like when i go to get coffee or something it's in like a non-biodegradable cup like that's the same thing all the time but uh they can like trees roots can like get into your pipes and ruin your house like that's how they're like this is ours like it's so like i don't know man like trees are Trees are tight. <laughs> Obviously, that's not good for your house, but like they were here first. Yeah, but recognize trees yeah. are tight. Yeah, trees are tight. That's my analysis. Um, <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Speaking of trees, which get turned into lumber and then get made into furniture, I have a little story about a place called Sparrow Furniture. So, see, let me just. So, there was no segue earlier. That one was so good. See? So, like, <laughs> you could have none or you could have it all. Like So, like, that's – I like it. That's it's yeah. a good one. Um, so, there's this guy who started um, this – he's or is starting this uh, company called Sparrow Furniture in Salem, which is basically – the idea is – Salem, Mass.? Uh, or oh, okay. Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> um, Massachusetts for those playing along at home. <laughs> he, so he started, he's starting a, a furniture store that is basically, so a lot of refugees end up in Portland. Uh, yeah. but then because of the high housing costs there and, and also mixed with not having anywhere to go, a lot of them are also going to Salem. Yeah. And so he is starting a, um, a company that he, he's like a furniture builder man yeah and um he is starting a company that is going to hire refugees okay um and teach them like how to make craft furniture and also make furniture that is like uh has a lot of their culture in it or like you Mm -hmm. know and uh teach them english teach them job skills and yeah have have them on for two years and then yeah they're like learning a trade like that's so i mean that's Going, like, above and beyond of, like, what, like, not above and beyond. Like, I think that's a, a, incredible. But, like, no, like nobody is doing that for refugees. And I think that's very important. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of times when they do come over here, they are displaced and, like, don't have a skill set that is maybe required out here, for example. Like, I know, like, a lot of people, like, can be, you could be a doctor in one country and then come and be, like, a line, like, a line cook or something. Like, yeah. not that that's, like, something to look down on. But, like, you can be, have a completely different life. Yeah. Uh, while you were saying that, though, I was like, man, like, I would love to learn how to be like a woodworker. Yeah. Like, or any sort of like valuable skill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, like, 
first of all, having a skill. I have total breakdowns about that sometimes. Yeah, like, like there's, I have is, nothing to value. I have nothing to offer of value like to anybody. Like, no, me, it's unquantifiable. I'm like a good listener. Yeah, sometimes I make people laugh. That's yeah. like it. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I make eggs good. <laughs> like that's it. Uh, I can wait tables fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, having like a an actual skill. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's so cool that he is. I'll play the little. I'll play the little video that he does and i don't envy anyone that has to come here and learn english because english is the dumbest language oh yeah I it think is it's so bad and it's like a whole bunch of hard yeah and i have like <laughs> that's what it sounds yeah, it's like a bunch of hard bars barb <laughs> you're right that's exactly what it sounds like. uh, i have a degree in english and i don't fully understand it yeah but because i mean i i talk dumb that's because I'm a Cali baby. I'm a California boy. Oh, yeah, you grew up. Are you from? It's not the OC. No. It's. Uh, is it Covina? No. No, I'm from Downey, California. Downey. Yeah, that's which right. is uh, like a suburb of Los Angeles. It's like right on the so outskirts. It's, it's in the middle. I would say it's equidistant between like Los Angeles proper and Orange County. Yeah. So I would spend time in both. Like. I had a Disney pass, and then I would go to like UCB shows. Yeah, like yeah. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I still do. Yeah, I'm going to Disneyland uh, this weekend, and I'm very excited you are? about it. Yes, oh my with my gosh. high school friends, and it's gonna be. I'm going for free. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. That's amazing. Yeah, hope it doesn't rain. I was gonna say, but if it does, if it does, that's fine too. Less lines. Less lines. Still chill times with my butts. Yeah. Just have a have a little umbrellas or a, one of those trash parkas. <laughs> oh, like a uh, little G dub couldn't figure out at the uh, inauguration, could he? He couldn't put it on. <laughs> I remember, like, I felt so bad because, like, everybody was like, I didn't feel bad for him, I guess, because uh, it was very funny that he couldn't put it on. But then at, and everyone was like laughing because they were like, look at him, he can't do it. And then, but my reaction was, oh, he was in charge. Yeah. He couldn't put on a piece of plastic <laughs> clothes. Like, and he was like our boss. Yeah, he was uh, had a pretty high up position. <laughs> but it was also very funny because he just was also like, he knew he looked dumb. I can't I cannot get this thing on? Yeah, a little G dub. <laughs> oh, little G dubs. I can't think of a. I didn't think far enough ahead. I'm, 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 I'm so str- I'm out of a segue. Oh my god! I don't have a segue. Uh, but look, <laughs> the one that we got in the middle was good enough. Choice. I think for the whole show, honestly. Great, great. great. Um, oh, I, oh wait, I almost, I actually, I do have a segue because I forgot that I was going to add on. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of segue is when you remind someone that you were going to have. Also, one. like being in suspense and whether or not you actually do have one is like, <laughs> oh man. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> um, so Sparrow Furniture. Uh, he. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to insert the, the video of it, the sound clip of it right now. Yes. My name is Luke, and uh, I recently returned to Salem after working in the Middle East for about six years. 
While I was there, I was working with a social business and, and helping people in need in the community. And when we returned to Salem, I would have no idea that refugees would be coming and moving into the same area. While working at Broadway Coffee House, I had the opportunity to attend one of the first meetings for refugees uh, moving into our area. And my heart was just burdened by the need of the people and how I could be involved. And I, I thought, you know, how can I use my business background and, and my passion for helping people to really make a difference with this issue? So after giving it some thought, I presented it to the church and they were excited to jump on board. Using resources of the church like the Airmark building, business acumen, and key volunteers, we could create a self-sustaining business with a social impact. So the concept of Sparrow Furniture was birthed from this arising need in our community for meaningful employment for these new neighbors. The business will focus on repurposing, refinishing furniture, things like lighting and decor. One of our goals is to tell the story of our employees and our work. The way that we're gonna do that is by infusing cultural components into the process. Things like henna, African fabrics, Arabic script, and we hope that by doing that, we'll create truly unique pieces. So initially, we'll start selling during periodic sales events, and we'll eventually open a showroom on Broadway Street in Salem. Our goal will be to provide initial employment that refugees desperately need. And after one to two years of experience, English development, and job skills training, we will help those employees find career jobs within our community. So he's still raising money for it and you can go look up Sparrow Furniture. Uh, they have a Facebook page, which I feel like is the easiest because he doesn't have an actual, I wasn't able to see like a full website, but his, um, it's not a GoFundMe, it's Razu.com where he's raising money to start the, the, he's still like in the process of starting it. Yeah. But he has a big warehouse. He has a, it's just a really cool I, I wonder, like, idea. I wonder, like, not to, <laughs> I always wonder what the benefits are for uh, other sort of, like, crowdfunding websites, because I know, like, the popular ones are, like, a GoFundMe or a, mm -hmm. uh, uh, what is that main one called? I can't remember it. For, uh, Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Uh, but I always wonder, like, like, I've never heard of Razu. Like, do you, are you getting something, uh? Out of not using, like, the main ones? Like, I don't know. Well, here's the first yeah. thing I noticed when I went to Razu. Like, when I was about to leave, they were like, are you sure you want to leave? If you share this page, it's equal to $25 for the person. Oh, so maybe that's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so they must match. Maybe. Yeah. That's that's great. Um. So anyway, check out Sparrow Furniture. Yeah. Seems cool. Uh, yeah, that's, I think, I think something that, uh, everybody should be doing like just for now and forever is just like practice empathy and like uh help we need to help everybody yeah like, you know I mean? it's like that's gonna be very beneficial for the people who need that mm -hmm. yeah uh and then plus like they'll probably be making dope furniture and then you'll get to buy that like you yeah. know what i mean like and that's gonna help them too so uh i'm so for that uh, me too yeah. i kind of want to uh, I think I might donate to them, or I'm really excited for when they when it when he starts coming out with stuff. And like handmade like, furniture is always going to be better than like a store bought thing because it's just like inherently 
long lasting and sturdy like yeah. because it's like they made it with their hands and a whole like their yeah. heart their, yes. their yeah. hearts and minds went into it yeah um so that was so that one is tied for i've started doing like a, a gofundme of the week uh-huh. which i realized if i just go to gofundme dot com and like look around a little bit i just want to cry at everything yeah it's so, people need help like yeah. and it's like crazy because like i mean i don't have i'm not rich like do you know what i mean but like i try to i try to not throw my money but i, I try to put my money where i think it is needed you know yeah. like when i can because uh i mean daddy's gotta eat too you know what i mean uh <laughs> gotta go to this yeah i was gonna try and do it Gotta go to Trejo's Tacos every now yes. and then, you know? <laughs> Those expensive tacos. They're very good, but they are expensive. Really? We're talking $4 a taco Oh, here. that's too much for a taco. Sometimes they got one that's like 6 bucks, but I will say, uh, not, to, not to be plugging something I have nothing to do with, <laughs> Trejo's Tacos, I think, is the freshest food I've ever had. Ooh. It was so good. I went the other day with uh, DiCaprio teammates, uh, Jonathan Harris and uh, Edgar Montplacier, and it was just a great hang. Great hang. Yeah. Great hang. You're we hoping to run into Danny Trejo himself, because my goal is to invite him to a show <laughs> and befriend him. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be friends with 70 year old Danny Trejo. <laughs> doable. Yeah. So doable. I just love him. I just I want him to be my dad. Like I think he's the coolest guy. He'll be in your student film if you ask him. Really? I read that he just like does anything anyone ever asks him because a lot of people helped him out, yeah. which is like, okay, practicing empathy. Great. Yeah. A lot of people helped him out because he was a, a literal convict. Like he was in San Quentin. Yeah. Or was that what it was? I think so, right? Yeah. He was a, a felon, a convicted felon. And when he got out, he was a, he was training people in boxing and somebody saw him doing that and like asked him to train Eric Roberts in a movie. And then he was on a movie set and then Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez saw him and then put him in his first movie and then that's it. That's it. People have just helped him out, and so he helps people, too. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love Danny Trejo. <laughs> I think I think you can be friends with him. I hope so. I hope he likes me. He seems like a sweet guy. He, see, like, he seems, like, tough and scary, but, like, he... I've seen him, like, kissing puppies. Like, he's, yeah. like... I mean, I don't he's know. a taco truck. you got to be he's got, yeah, pretty... Uh, and he's got... Earth. Like, that one is, like, sort of in mid-city... All the way to mid city. Can oh, you imagine geez. it? Yeah. <laughs> Took me fifteen minutes to get down there. At least. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Very good though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I haven't tried. <laughs> that was the most I've had to say about anything. <laughs> this taco place I went to. Very good. So good. Yeah. So good though. Um oh yeah, so speaking of GoFundMe, I just found this one popping around. And this, we'll use this one for, I always do small town news. This isn't necessarily small town news because it's LA, but it's specifically West Hollywood. Yes. Small town-ish enough. Uh, So this guy, Chris, Chris uh, Salvatore, lives in an apartment complex in West Hollywood. Okay. And there's this uh, older woman, Norma, who's his neighbor, who he like becomes friends with uh-huh. because he would pass by her uh apartment every day and she would be like hi chris and then he then he started like he, he like introduced her himself and they would start hanging out like once a week yeah he's uh he's 20 uh he's in his 20s i think late either late yeah something 
He's much younger than her. She's 86. Um, and they would... they would, Got a real Harold and Maude situation going on. Yeah, here. real. They'd hang out and they would have like champagne sundaes and he would make like pizza and stuff. And then he was on... She was on his Snapchat like all the time. And uh-huh. he has like a video of them having a pizza sundae that got like went kind of viral, I guess. Yeah. Um, they just became like actually very good friends. But uh-huh. then she got really... She got very sick. Um, and she, she doesn't have any family. Okay. So she's 89 now. So actually they've been friends for four years. Um, so within the past six months, um, she, it was like hospice Uh situations. She went to the hospital. She doesn't have a lot of family and it's like, she is on her way to the next whatever is after yeah. being alive. Yeah. Um, Becoming a tree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's on her way to being a tree. Yeah. Um, and so she needs hospice and the, uh, um, like the, the home health people can only come in for a certain amount a day. And other than that, you need to hire like an actual a certified home care agency if you want more than that yeah so he is raising the money for her to have in home health care basically through the end so that she doesn't end up i don't know just a lot of my mom works in hospice and it's like so many people just slip through the the cracks and it's like if you don't have family who is first of all the facilities that some older people get sent to it's not a good sitch my mom and my uncle did in-home care hospice for my grandpa yeah and it's like I, I feel like so many older people just don't get it get or not get it like in quotes get that yeah. type of care yeah yeah they don't get they it don't no they, so again they don't receive it yeah. uh that is something that like uh yeah i think at a certain point uh our elderly are like just straight up like forgotten about yeah. and like not taken care of and like i don't know i have a great grandma who is 101 oh my god yeah and she lives by herself holy like cow. she took she has taken really good care of herself she has a lady that comes in and like checks in on her all the time and uh i remember uh if you if she has something to call you out on she'll call it out because she's just like i'm 101 i don't i don't care, I don't care I at have all no cares, yeah. yeah and i asked her, oh i saw her on christmas and um because we go visit her on christmas every year and uh she was when we walked in because my grandpa has a key. Yeah. We walked in and uh, she was asleep on the couch, which is when you're 101 years old, a scary thing to be doing before visitors come. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just be asleep in the middle of a room. Yeah. And so we were just like, well, how do we wake her up? Because we can't startle her. Yeah. She's 101. And so we started just gently woke her up and we were all just like, thank God. This is, yeah, exactly. We we're just like, oh, good. Uh, she keeps her house to 90 degrees all the time. Oh my gosh. And I truly think that's what's keeping her around. <laughs> but she, I asked her how she was feeling and she was like, oh, I'm not sick. I'm just 101 years old. Like she's so funny. <laughs> and now every time we go over, she's like planning her funeral, which is like, stop, please stop doing that. But, and we also joke that she's going to bury all of us <laughs> because she just, I don't know what, I don't know what her secret is. She just like, she literally did say one time that she just like doesn't uh she doesn't think bad about people or like uh she's just positive. Yes. I believe that. Yeah. I believe uh, that 100%. But I've had other 
like great grandparents pass away and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like it's hard to take care of them it's yeah i guess the point of it is there's a lot of people that don't have like a lot of family like that yeah. like our family that care at all like some yeah. people just like forget and i try to talk to my grandparents like as much as i can because i know that it is like yeah you know it's tough yeah 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 I, a lot of our elderly like yeah they they uh they slip through the, the cracks a lot and yeah if you don't have family to help um like the systems we have in place are not very good which is a bummer but okay so since so he's been raising money for yes. her to have <laughs> in-home care yeah which is so awesome. He's like her adopted grandson, basically. Yeah. Uh, so that's what this GoFundMe is for. And uh, she had what we were just talking about. My grandpa was the same way when my uncle and my mom were taking care of him. He was like on death's door. Yeah. And they were like, okay, th- this is the last night. And then in the morning, he'd wake up and be like, well, what are we having for breakfast? And you're like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so basically what has happened is... Um, Norma came home from the hospital and it was like hospice, probably only a week or two to live. And she has like, it's been two months now. Whoa. And she's like continued to, he put in all capital letters, thrive. Um, <laughs> so she, yeah, he's, he is like, um, now at this point, gone into complete home care for her basically he works from home a lot yeah um and so she has moved into his apartment in his extra room and like nurses still come in and stuff and he's got this go fund me to pay for it but he basically like takes care of her that's so great and he's like not they're like like no relation no no... relation at all that's so cool they just met because he moved into her building and she would wave to him every day and then they started becoming friends this is what i want for me and danny trejo yes (laughs) (laughs) it can happen no but like that's so like like i feel like that's just come up a lot i keep saying it but like empathy is like so huge and like i just feel like that like the more people do that and the more people practice that, like, you'll just feel better. Like, that guy probably yeah. feels like he's doing a great thing, and that's amazing. Like, and that yeah. sounds self-serving to make yourself feel good, but, like, if you're helping somebody in a way that they need it, that's, like, I don't know, the best thing you can do, like, for them and yeah. yourself. Like, And it takes yeah. you out of your own little bubble, and yeah. it actually helps with depression a lot. Yeah. Like, if you're depressed, go volunteer. And, like, yeah. just, uh, yeah, it helps you. It just helps the people involved. It helps. Yeah you to help other people and yeah yeah i know that's something i want to try to do more is like help when i can like i've done the i missed it this year but the year before i did the ucb will go to like the la food bank and like yeah package like food and stuff like that and i always like the the one time that i did do it i was like this was so like amazing like it just felt great and like even just like being at that march on saturday was just like oh like this is like the least i can do sort of but like i do like appreciate that this is like like i felt great all day because yeah. i was just like i added to the all i i mean i mean i guess all i did really was add to the body count there like yeah. just to have people but like i it, i don't know it was just a really positive thing and it was like oh that, more of that yeah so i want to do more of that like but just the human condition and being involved in helping each other and just yeah. like being on the same boat with it, it just it's, it's yeah. the best empathy is the freaking best yeah like you like i know not everybody likes uh being like hugged but like i hug people like Me too. yeah yeah i know we had a hug on the way up here yeah. uh but like uh that is even just like a a thing that i feel like people should be doing all the time like i don't know like not i mean maybe not strangers i guess but like i'll hug a stranger if they need a hug yeah come over to me and uh i'll give you a hug <laughs> it's my promise it's a mad apodaca guarantee 
Um, okay, we're at animal we're at animal corner now. Here we are. This is my last little my last little spot. I love animal Ooh. corner. <laughs> I meowed and then dude the cat. He also meowed. He meowed. We're connected. Oh, he he's a new friend. Uh this <laughs> is a real good one. There is a uh, I get so excited. <laughs> <laughs> There's a disabled rooster. Uh, whose name is Louise. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Who has a wheelchair um, that he uh, can get around in now. So the story of Louise. This actually, is there a pic I can oh, see? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't show oh, like my a, God. a full. It's like a, he, basically the way the wheelchair works is his legs work, but they're, um, they he has a really hard time walking because they like flop around and go the wrong way a lot um, and his feet are deformed so he can yeah. so there's a wheelchair with four wheels on it and then the, his feet go down like the flintstones so he can like steer it yeah but the wheels help him uh walk around and he can still eat and stuff so i this started out as like a very cute like oh my god a disabled rooster with a wheelchair yeah but then i realized um there like this the story that it leads into is kind of cool so louise um started out on a farm like roosters do yeah. i didn't know this but roosters are usually killed on farms that's what i was gonna say like because i do we eat roosters we don't we don't i don't think or or we probably do but they just kill, i don't know i don't think I don't I, like right like they always say it's chicken, chicken. and it's the same Right. Like, do we, I guess, do we know? Like, I'm sure we're probably eating roosters. Or like, I bet what happens is they grow up and then they kill them and then we yeah. eat them. They don't live as long as. Yeah. But like, I, that's one of the things I thought immediately was like, it's crazy that they even built this thing for him. Cause like they could have just killed him. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what happened was, uh, they thought he was a hen because he didn't exhibit when he was like young a, a lot of rooster tendencies yeah, yeah and um so on the farm like the, one of the kids took a liking to him because he he was always like the last to eat because of his little feet yeah he could he had a hard time getting in to the feet and he and so one of the kids like uh thought he was a baby hen and like helped him grow up <laughs> and then they realized he was a rooster yeah and because of his like uh basically uh, deformed legs they decided there's a place called sally's farm yeah. in langley which i think is in canada um <laughs> but sally's farm is a place where uh animals can go who are like animals can go if they're i don't know been rescued yeah. or had hard like an animal sanctuary sort of yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's mixed in with um children who are at risk children who have been in abusive situations sure, or abusive yeah. homes they bring kids out to the farm to spend time with the animals uh -huh. and like feed them and hang out with them several times a week because it's been proven that like uh a lot of times kids who have been abused it's easier for them to first form like a healthy relationship with an animal because it's less complicated than yes. humans yeah because an animal's just gonna like you yeah like, yeah and so they're like therapy animals and then from there they like have better development with emotional yeah stuff. so i thought that that's was so, so cool. amazing um so he lives on i love louise yeah and it was called louise because when he first went out to the farm it was with another 
hen that also had deformed feet, and so they named him Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and then they realized it was a rooster, yeah. but they kept the name Louise. It's still good. And then they got him a wheelchair. That's so. That's and he's like a cute buddy. Yeah, like, he's a real cute, and I guess he's very sweet and like really affectionate and a, and chill. Yeah, I always think about that, like, because I I have cats myself, and they're they're happy and healthy cats. Uh, but like, if I ever got like a dog, I think I would want like a like a three legged dog or something yeah. like that. Like, some, like I know that's like probably you're taking on some problems or whatever. But like, those are the dogs that like. Really need like, homes. that need homes like that people aren't wanting and i'm just like i like a little character with my buds you yeah know? yeah and they're usually uh yeah i feel like rescue dogs and or uh dogs that have yeah yeah like the and every yeah every time i've seen a dog like that they are sort of like they are more you could tell that there is like a, a level of gratefulness that you're like oh thank you yeah. thank you so much and they're chill. i didn't want to be there I like being in this house. Thank you. Like, this is awesome yeah. in here. Yeah. Yeah, I love that story. Louise the Rooster. And um What yeah. is the I mean I hate that I even thought it. What's like the life expectancy of a rooster though? Like it I can't be that long. No, like, because they usually they usually kill him right away. Yeah. So, so I bet like the second that they're they probably keep one on the farm. To wake everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh but they don't even I, if you have a chicken farm it's for eggs so i feel like they only have one around just for the isn't that right that they keep one or maybe i'm making this up but they never let them near each other they yeah. just keep it around so that the chickens like have their usual cycle and yeah. make eggs and stuff because they know the rooster's there yeah. but they don't ever let them i guess this is now how i've realized i don't know how chickens lay eggs really like is it like are, is it like having babies? <laughs> like, do they need a male chicken to have eggs? No. No? They'll always have... If there's a male chicken involved, then it will just turn into... It's uh, very similar to okay. the the circle of life in, <laughs> in regular... Where do babies come from? <laughs> <laughs> How baby make? Not sit down. I want to have a little talk. Okay. Um, no, it's like... Uh, if they have an egg, they, they lay eggs all the time but i do think there's something about it like that a rooster needs to be around for them to for their i don't know oh just like the like pheromones or something i see okay so you're like there's a rooster around i better make some of these pop some of these bad boys out yeah so they that could also just be not a fact at all yeah (laughs) but i feel um i feel like there's usually one rooster but they lay yeah. eggs regardless. That seems right. I've They're seen just chicken unfertilized, run. so yeah. they don't they don't have ba- they don't have little chickens. Okay, in them. I guess it's like the same way that. Guess I just learned something. Just learned from that is the story of the. Like I eat eggs, but I've never questioned it. Like I, right. like, I guess I didn't know. <laughs> they're unborn. I mean, no, I know that they're unborn chickens, but like, uh, I guess I never just even thought like, oh, what's the difference between like this egg that i'm eating before like it's not like that couldn't that same grocery store egg become a chicken like no, no right no because okay. there's no yeah. there's no fertilized yeah the egg was never for it's the same as ladies eggs <laughs> i'm not cracking those open for breakfast <laughs> but there's like no... <laughs> i was like trying to figure out a not cr- gross way to say this it's like yeah they're just guess, not yeah. fertilized eggs and we're oh it's oh it, I... <laughs> So an egg is a chicken period. 
Yeah. Okay. That's Great. What I yeah. Was trying to say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I understand. So uh, enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, look. That's uh, farm facts brought to you by Hannah. Farm facts. <laughs> farm facts. Farm facts. Let's go rap about farm facts to some poor oh, old lady. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> knock knock. Boy, do we have a song for you. Farm facts. Well, now we're to the part where I ask you about a time in your life when you either received good news or got to give somebody else good news or just a general time that you were affected positively by something. Oh, probably never in my entire <laughs> life. Not even, not one time. No, uh, a few things came to mind. Uh, this is not really like, doesn't have much to do with me, I think, but like, it, it, it certainly does not at all. But like, one of the things that came to mind was like, the first time I met like, uh, my, one of my best friend's babies. Uh, Aww. uh, Ify Wadiwe, the N is silent. I always mess it up, even though we've been friends for almost 12 years. Ify <laughs> uh, Wadiwe is a good friend of mine, and he uh, was a writer for At Midnight, and he's like a comedian. He's great. He's a UCB guy as well. I'm white women. Uh, very funny guy. Uh, when he married his wife, I was there. It was great. And, uh, and then they had their baby. Uh, and like, Lil Naomi is so freaking cute. And uh, I had I had not met her until she was probably like uh, like two or three months old mm-hmm. maybe like it took a while for me to meet her just because I hadn't had a chance to see Iffy because he was gone being a dad you know <laughs> but like I held that baby and I was just like oh my gosh this is so amazing yeah uh, and then like I I really kept it together like for that moment and yeah. then on the entire drive home I sobbed oh. like just the whole time because I was just like I can't believe those two beautiful people made such a beautiful thing. Like, it's so great. Uh, and I was just very happy for them. And just like, I can't believe that like, uh, such a perfect creature exists. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, so taken aback by, uh, just the process and all that stuff. Yeah. But like the best, I mean, I don't know. Like I try to think of like, I feel like a lot of good things happen to me a lot and I don't always stop and like think like register it as like, I should remember this. Yeah. Uh, but I remember uh, a lot of, like a lot of my favorite things that have happened to me recently, like in the last, like let's say five years of my life or whatever, are all like UCB related things. Yeah. So, like I remember the, fr- like when I got the email for my internship at UCB, that was a very uh, exciting moment for me. Uh, Cause then that turned into a job, which yeah. I manage over at the theater and like now I just am there all the time and I love it. It's my favorite place ever. Yeah. And then uh, I remember when I got, when I auditioned for Mess Hall, uh, I like was at a Father John Misty concert and I was like, I just happened to check my email like in the middle of uh, the show for some reason. Cause I, I wasn't bored by the show, but like you, I'm a millennial and I check my phone constantly. God damn it. I know. <laughs> but uh, Father John Misty was on stage and I checked my email and I, uh, that's when I got the email that I uh, made it on mess hall and I was cool. Yeah. And then like at a, uh, at a garbage practice, I had a missed call from a number I did not receive that I did not know. Yeah. And I uh, had a voicemail and I checked and it was Beth Appel telling me to call her back right away. <sighs> and then I talked to Beth on the phone. Uh, Beth Appel is the artistic director of the UCB theater. And uh, I was just like, 
there's only one reason she's calling. It was post Herald editions. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like this is it. Like I got on a Herald team, and that was like a, that was like a crazy, like it was just like a cool thing to like be like with friends and people that were excited about it for me, and then like uh, and then now just being on it, it's just like oh my gosh, like it's not like people will always I don't know, no one. It's never gonna matter to anybody more than it does to you like you know it's like it's on a lower scale for everybody else but like i just love doing improv so much and i love harold specifically so like it's it's been a really good thing but i recognize that it is like uh a specific good thing to a specific group of people and it is not also like the the thing that should fuel your life like you know like obviously it's a priority now because it is like a thing that i have to go do all the time like i had a show yesterday and i have a show next friday like i just just plug in the dates. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, it is sort of a thing that is, like, it feels good to get that news, and not everybody gets that news, which is, like, a bummer and is a sad part of it. Some people get cut, and that's not good. Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel good either, but, like, the time that, however long it is going to be, whatever, is, like, a time that you're supposed to enjoy. So I do try to stop and be like, this is amazing. Like, it's so fun. Yeah. So, no, like, that. Awesome. It's all like improv related stuff because that's all I've been doing for the last like, uh, like I, uh, I guess like seven years of my life. Yeah. Like I've devoted seven years of my life to like just doing improv constantly. Uh, and so now it's like, okay, like to have it validated in that way is great. Uh, well, and it makes you, ha- I mean, like, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes you happy. And it's huge news. We had like a circle before we, because Garbage played at DCM, it was the Del Close Marathon uh in new york and like right before we went on we were like we were all standing in a circle and we were just like it's just a big love fest we all went around and said something nice about the person next to us oh i love doing that and so like uh i was i was sandwiched between i was sandwiched between my two like two of my favorite people ever cassie and Luce. Luce. so like both. uh uh and then like it was just nice i just love those people so much but yeah. uh and like my like specific like with my teams in general i like, treat them like they're like my family like yeah i like i just love them so much like, i love dicaprio i love cool jerk the mess hall team that i was on and garbage are my little babies my little yeah. my little family yeah i love them all i love it that's good news that's a good one yeah uh i'm pretty sure there's probably been like something better that's happened in my life but like i don't know like that's all i can think about but right this now is what it matters yeah. in the moment to you i mean that's yeah. why i like to ask it and i also like to ask this question because i feel like it also gets people thinking uh like usually people have some of the like it's hard to think of something off the top of your head and yeah. you kind of realize actually a lot of my day is filled with positive absolutely yeah. and for some reason we remember the negative more easily yeah because like it's a thing that like stings you more yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and and so it's nice to remember like oh the reason i remember the negative stuff uh or it stands out so hard and it feels so hard is because like actually there's a lot of good stuff happening a lot of the time yeah i mean different circuit it goes through ups and downs of that but i would say for the for the most part like um it's always easier to see the negative than the positive and when you step back you're like oh wait yeah, it's a balance like, of both. Just as, like, as in, just as a general practice for me, I do try to be uh, more positive in general. Like that's just something that I try to just do, uh, even if I like. I never really have to try that hard because that's just my general disposition. But like, yeah, even when I am positive. trying, I it is like, and you just generally feel better. 
Yeah. Uh, there's probably something to like. Uh, when you then push down bad stuff, that's not good either. You have right. to you have to experience all of it. Yeah. But like being positive is like uh, a good way to combat the other parts of it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a different. It's like uh, I feel like I talk about this every time, but there's a difference between faking positivity and like just being in a balance and being able to see like yes. come out the other side or, yeah. if, or give that give that like a good amount of attention to yes it's important it's also important to have like terrible days where you just cry because then that's the only way that you can see the light yeah when, totally like you have to have the night to see the stars or whatever <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a night to see the stars. That's an ori- ori- such an original yeah. quote by Hannigan. Not even the classic, <laughs> it's darkest before the dawn. You gotta have a night to see the stars. <laughs> Sheesh. All right. Well, uh, um, now I can't remember the first name that I thought of. Apricot Adaka is <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the good news. Thank you for having me. This was like, what an uplifting part of the rest of my week. Yay. And it's only, not to spoil when we do this, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) I got the rest of my week to look forward to now. I'm in a great mood. Yeah. Oh, perfect. You could be a tree someday. I hope I'm a tree someday. If anybody takes anything away from this one, it's... Be a tree. You could be a tree. Be a real live ant. Well, uh, good news later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Good News Podcast. If you want to check out any of the articles or photos on the blog or send me somebody who you think is making great news, go to hellohank.com. And if you like the podcast, rate and subscribe. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.